Welcome to episode 138 of the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, Snickers is going to air the first live streaming Super Bowl ad. But first, like we do every episode, we're going to give you a fact about me of the day so you can get to know a little bit more about us. Brian, what's your fact about me of the day? So going back two years ago, I was live on CBS um, after the Super Bowl, um, t- uh, tearing apart all the different Super Bowl ads. And um, when um, you know when the host Steve Overmeyer cut to me first, um, I just re- I referenced the Snickers commercial, and I was just like, "Marsha, Marsha, Marsha," and it was good. It was a good way to kick it off. But that's what uh, if we're talking about Snickers. That's what it reminds me of. Remember uh, Danny Trejo in that one? That was cool. Yeah, that was a good one. They did a good job. All right, my fact about me of the day, and I don't think I've said this one before. Apologies if I did. So for all you young hustlers out there that are sending out cold emails, trying to get the Brian Cristianos of the world to open your email and get in that bat, I've got a subject line for you to use that has been the most successful of recent memory for me. Nice and simple. The subject line, holy smokes, awesome. Nice. Holy smokes, awesome. Because somebody sees that and think about it from a business standpoint. You get nothing. It'll say social media, social media marketing or just something generic. And people are like spam, spam, spam. But if you see holy smokes, awesome, then all of a sudden you're like, well, what is this? But here's the key. In your pitch, you better deliver something that is holy smokes, awesome. I have found that I put that as the PS. So I'll do whatever thing I'm doing. And then I'm like, PS. By the way, I've got to deliver on Holy Smokes Awesome. Here's a picture of a seven-foot pizza. (laughs) Right. Because, remember, you don't want to be a clickbait person. You just don't want to convince them. So get your at-bat. Have some fun. Have some personality. We've we've seen some positive feedback from Fact About Me Today. Here's another one with Holy Smokes Awesome. I think it'll work for you guys. I love it, man. You and me need to do an OTR rant again about uh, cold emails and cold calls because I feel like I'm getting fueled up, but I know we want to get into the Snickers thing. We'll, we'll do it another time. Which brings us back to today's topic. Snickers is going to air a live streaming Super Bowl ad uh, and they're doing a completely integrated package. I would like to think that they're listening to the sports marketing huddle. They're just not doing a live streaming ad. They're doing a 36-hour live stream from the set before the Super Bowl commercial. Uh, their their commercial is going to be at the kickoff of the third quarter. This is done by BBDO New York. The star of the commercial is going to be Adam Driver who is in the show Girls, and he was in Star Wars The Force Awakens. And it says, a fully integrated 360 campaign to reinforce the brand's connection to hunger satisfaction before, during, and after the Super Bowl. Brian, this is the third straight Super Bowl buy for Snickers. We're waiting for someone to do this, and the time is here. Oh, this is awesome. I mean, look, for me, obviously, I, I shit on the big agencies a lot. But I give kudos to my friends over at BBDO, and, and I know a bunch of folks over there. So if anybody's listening, uh, this is the time of year when I love what the fuck those guys do because it's just so great. And I think Snickers has done a really great job the last couple of years. The first year, uh, 2015, was incredible. Um, and we talked about that one already. But I obviously, I don't think, I haven't been able to find any details. I know they've been kind of like dropping some stuff, but they haven't talked about like what this creative is actually going to be live, right? Like I haven't seen 
seen anything about it yet, and nobody I know has been willing to talk to me about it. So from what I've seen, I've seen a horse, and there's rumors that it's going to be a Western theme. And when I heard Western theme, it scared me a little bit because I'm not a fan of Westerns, and it's I like taking a big shot there, but is Western because this is in Houston and that's how they're going to tie it all together potentially? Maybe, maybe. I think that's you know probably a good uh, that's probably a good conclusion to come to. I mean, I think they're gonna they're gonna keep this one tight lipped until the Super Bowl. Obviously, they've got this other stuff, the live stream leading up to it, and all the other content that they're peppering out, which goes back to you know, and I just wrote a couple articles uh, you know about this, and um, you know, it really goes back to they've got the game on lock as far as understanding that it's not just about putting an ad in the Super Bowl, it's about leveraging the time frame four to three weeks up until the Super Bowl, creating buzz, creating content, getting people to watch, try to wonder, understand, get the everybody, including ourselves, to wonder what the hell are they actually going to do in the third quarter at kickoff? Like, what are they going to pull off? Like, is there is there going to be a horse on like the center, in the middle of the field? Like, what are they going to do? And my guess, they're going to probably deliver big. Like, they're not messing around. So that's part of like that's a brilliant strategy they're creating noise they're creating conversation around it they've got to obviously deliver but the good news is like everyone's going to be poised to watch because it's also such a very specific time and since it's live nobody's seen it before ever so whatever they do it's going to be more creative than the first but you know number one's the most creative the first time you do it so let's see what they do but uh yeah kudos man this is this is the kind of stuff this is the future of combining all these different assets and marketing and leveraging the super bowl this is how it's going to be one thing i learned being at second city animals are inherently funny so from a humor angle if they can do something with the horse so if it's live what if the horse talks they go Mr. Ed style on this. Peanut butter. Ed? Peanut butter. <laughs> right. So as we mentioned, Brian, a 36-hour live stream, the Super Bowl ad is just one part of all of this because from a marketing standpoint, they're, they're working on continued engagement for the brand. I assume this is going to be driving stuff to social. Everybody knows what Snickers is already, but is this going to get you to potentially get a Snickers? And you know what? The answer is yes. Yes. And I can actually tell you the last time I ate a Snickers, I was, it was probably seven years ago and it was after a long night out and Snickers are good. It's just not number one in my candy rotation, even though I'm not necessarily eating candy. I woke up with it. I woke up and said, you know what I need right now? A Gatorade and a Snickers. Mm-hmm. That, and there we go. That was that was the last time I ate a Snickers. You, you know, what's funny. I mean, this is just like, let's dive like 60 seconds quick into the psychology behind this. When you have a global brand that's well-recognized, it's a household name like Snickers, for example, this is the importance of just creating conversation and getting the name, the logo, the branding in front of people. Because literally right now, just the fact that we're talking about it, my brain is wandering. I'm like, huh, I'm not really a big candy person, but I do like Snickers. When was the last time I had one? And as much as I hate to admit it because I'm trying to get back in shape for, uh, for racing this year, I would probably bet – I wouldn't bet against me going to a Dwayne Reed in the next like 72 hours and buying a Snickers bar because it's in the back of my head and I'm not going to forget about it. It's like getting a song cut in the back of your head where you're like until I sing the damn thing or listen to the song, it's going to be back there. It's kind of the same thing and that's the psychology of branding, right? And when you have a global brand that people recognize, that's how powerful it is. That's why it's so important to brand build in addition to all the tactics and stuff that we talk about. But then – 
also have a product that people like. Not saying Snickers is the best damn thing, but it's pretty good, right? Like for what it is, for a candy bar, it's a good candy bar, man. You got a good product with a good brand. That's how you win. And that's when it justifies spending the the tens of millions of dollars they're spending for the Super Bowl. I love to support brands that get me, that try and do more with marketing. I like what they're doing here. So for Snickers, if I like this ad, I will buy a Snickers within a week and eat one. That's what I will do on my end for them. And guess what? That's a victory for them. Yep. That's what that's what it's about. That's what it's about, right? Like, I'm, sh- you know, when you have the level of global distribution the Snickers does, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's very difficult to directly see a lift in sales and all this kind of stuff because there's distributors and then there's retail. It's hard to track, but the reality is, like, people are going out. They're they're buying Budweiser leading up to the game. They're about, you know, they're drinking Gatorade the next time that they're thirsty. They're buying a Snickers, you know, the next day or even me if I go to Dwayne Reed. Just because it's in the back of your head and at some point in time you liked it for whatever reason and now you have that branding attached to it because they've said it over and over and over and over and over since you were fucking three years old. That's branding, man, and that becomes psychological. So love or hate the brand, love or hate the advertising, it still works. Even if the ad's a total flop, it will work. My takeaway, be first. I love that Snickers is stepping up to the plate and doing a live Super Bowl ad. Brian, we talked about this when we talked to the uh, Kevin's class at the University of Dubuque there. Raise your hand. Be the person to sit in the front of the room. Ask a question. Do something that's uncomfortable because guess what? They're going to be the first ones to learn. Ooh, here's the data that we have. So now the next big thing, whether it's March Madness, the NBA Finals, the Masters, who knows what. Next thing you can see is Snickers is like, boom, we're doing another live ad where everybody else is like, well, what should we do with this? They're at the forefront. Brian, you and I both love being forward-thinking with marketing. That's what you guys should be doing. Be forward-thinking in everything you do. Just do it. Just go after it. Just test it. And if it doesn't work out, learn something from it. That's all that really matters. Obviously, when you're a big global brand, you have much more room for error to try kind of stuff like this, like spend 10 million bucks and find out did or didn't work or 20 million bucks, whatever it costs them. But the reality is, whatever your scale of that risk is, however big you are in proportion, you need to be taking that same level of risk, just obviously, you know, at scale to the size of your brand, your company, yourself. That's it. All right, Brian, time for the action item, and I'm going to throw this over to you. Wherever you're listening to this, whether it's on iTunes, whether it's SoundCloud, whether it's, you know, on one of our websites embedded somewhere, do us a favor, go to iTunes subscribe to the sports marketing huddle if you aren't on there already and rate and review it.